This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art. You are listening to the Voice of the Arts, WQED-FM. I'm Jim Cunningham. Warren Davidson is here, the leader of the Academy String Quartet. You are the founder of this ensemble, are you not? Well, yes. So we've been giving concerts in various formats and uh, since 2012, so a good long time now. Um, I don't know that I'm the leader. I would think of myself more as the instigator. Um, I did play uh, first violin in the quartet for many years, but I'm now playing viola in the quartet. And you have just recently had some terrific concerts, and you have one on the way. Where and when? So we have played this program a couple of times already, once at Sunny Hill Unitarian Church in Mount Lebanon and once at Central Presbyterian Church in Tarentum. The one coming up is on Sunday, March 12th at 4 o'clock, And that's at the Allegheny Church. That's 416 West North Avenue on the north side. Beautiful old building, wonderful, warm place with an excellent acoustic. I don't know. Have I been there? Where is it? It's right on the corner of North Avenue and Resaca Place. So in the Mexican War streets. Are music, are concerts routinely given there? They haven't been, but they are now. Uh, so we started a series of concerts there in October, uh, once per month for six months, um, and it's been great fun. So we've had one quartet concert there. Uh, Alejandro Pinzon played Bandoneon with uh, a string quartet also. Um, we've had Ellen Goshen singing Appalachian music and carols, and we've had Tom Roberts playing Harlem's Dried Piano. So a nice variety, I think. And where is the church in relation to what's called the Tiffany Windows Church on the on the north side? Okay, so it's uh, just a few blocks from Calvary that has the, the, the special windows. Actually, uh, the Allegheny Church also has some lovely windows. Not so famous, but very they're very nice. And you like the acoustic? Yes, it's a very warm acoustic. Um, very clear and clean. It's just a a lovely place to play and a lovely place to listen. What's the plan for the program at your concert? So the program is a mix of two very powerfully emotionally expressive works for quartet, uh, balanced by more lighthearted pieces, uh, arrangements for quintet, so string quartet plus bass of music from Croatia, Serbian songs from Kosovo, and tangos. The two pieces for quartet are the Shostakovich Eighth Quartet, um, perhaps his most famous, and it's dedicated to the victims of fascism and war, but Shostakovich writes himself into the piece. There's a musical motto that we would, in, in our musical culture, we would say D, E flat, C, B. But in German, they would say D, S, C, H. So the D for Dimitri, the S for the beginning of Shostakovich, and the C, H for the end of Shostakovich. So he's writing his soul right into the piece. Absolutely. It's uh, written apparently at a very, very difficult time in his life uh, when he was in despair. And it's... um, fabulously moving. Uh, 
And the other serious work is by a living American composer, Adolphus Hailstork. Uh, it's his second string quartet, and it's uh, a one-movement piece that's variations on Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, which sounds on the surface of it, you know, real nice. Oh, it has sweet right in the title. Uh, but it's a very powerful work um, expressing all kinds of emotions, including a lot of anger, I would say. Um, it ends very peacefully, uh, so you get to re relax at the end of it. But it's, it's quite a journey, uh, emotional journey. Now, you brought some excerpts from the concerts that you've given already. Warren... A concert with despair and uh, dark, dark music. <laughs> are you sure this is for me? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, because the other things are settings of Croatian folk songs and dances, uh, beautiful Serbian songs from Kosovo, and uh, three tango tunes. Uh, so you will uh, leave smiling. You will leave uh, bouncing on your toes. So let's listen to the Shostakovich to begin. Where did you record this one? So uh, these recordings were made from our February 17th performance at Sunny Hill in Mount Lebanon. So that's the way the story begins. The Shostakovich Ape with the Academy String Quartet, Warren Davidson, who is here in the studio. Who are the members of your quartet? So our first violinist is Jory butler Geyer, and Leah Gewelber is playing the second violin, uh, and Robin Hassenflug, the cello, while I'm playing viola. How did you get this group together? Well, some of us, uh, Leah and I, have been playing together for a long time. Uh, we've had recent change uh, in uh, other roles. Um, Robin is a longtime friend. Jory is uh, new to Pittsburgh as of last year. Um, she's a, just a brilliant violinist that I was fortunate enough to meet, and, and, uh, and she was eager to play quartet repertoire. Unless you think the entire concert is dark, 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 there's some Croatian folk songs next. Right, Croatian folk songs and dances, and the the, the excerpt that we have is um, one of the dances, Zagorski Durmish. Uh, Durmish is a folk dance from northwest Croatia. Uh, it features a, a bouncing step, um, and it's very, as you will hear, very lively.
Croatian folk songs and dances, Warren Davidson, the Academy String Quartet. You'll hear it where and when. That will be on Sunday, March 12th at 4 p.m. at Allegheny Church on the north side, corner of North Avenue and Rosaka Place. And what's the ticket going to cost me? Well, if you get them in advance, which you can do on the brownpapertickets.com site, uh, that's $15, $20 at the door. But we always have a policy that um, if that Ticket prices beyond what's comfortable for you, you're welcome to make a donation in any amount. We really want you to come and hear the music um, at whatever you can afford. And can I meet you afterwards and talk it over? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And what is the Croatian community like in Western Pennsylvania? Well, this is Pittsburgh is a big center of, of um, Croatian culture. Uh, the Croatian Fraternal Union, the National uh, Association, uh, is headquartered in Pittsburgh. It has been for uh, a long, 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 long time since its founding. Um, and there are cultural clubs. There's a Yavor Croatian Hall on the north side, and there's the Croatian Club in North Sales and one in Rankin and um, in Kochberg. So uh, a lot of, lot of uh, Croatian folks around. Do you have family ties to Croatia? I do not. Um, I may found a connection to Croatian music through my experience in the Duquesne University Tamboritsons, which was an East European folk dance ensemble uh, at Duquesne University for many years. Um, and in recent times, I've been spending some time with the National Folklore Ensemble uh, in Zagreb, Croatia. Lado is the name of the group. They've been kind enough to allow me to both observe and participate in rehearsals, and that's been great fun. So this piece, you'll hear that there was bass in it, so more than just the uh, quartet, and our friend Gino Ferracci is playing bass. And these are arrangements that, that I have made of Croatian folk songs and dances. Terrific. Can you get them out there so that they're performed elsewhere? Well, we'll see. Hale Stork next. Adolphus Hale Stork, his second quartet. His name is on the rise, even though he's been on the scene for a long time. Yes, he's um, 80 or 81, something like that. He's retired from his teaching career, uh, but has composed all his uh, adult life. Um, his music is catching on. This piece was written, I believe, in 2012, and th these performances that we're giving, I believe, are the first ones in the area, in the Pittsburgh area. It's a one-movement work called, uh, well, it's his second quartet, but it's also Variations on Swing Low Sweet Chariot, which sounds like it ought to be um, pleasant, and it's beautiful, but it's not easy in any way. It's a very powerful emotional statement um, using lots of interesting rhythms. There are some jazzy elements, bluesy elements here and there, uh, but it's a wonderful work of musical imagination, of classical music counterpoint and development of ideas. Um, it does end peacefully. Um, so there's relief from what is really a very deeply moving emotional experience. <laughs>
Adolphus Hale, Stork, the second string quartet, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot, Warren Davidson in the first, in the viola chair here. That's that's right, and that's uh, an excerpt from the from the middle of the of the work. Hale Stork lives where? He lives in Virginia Beach. Uh, he was born in Rochester, New York, or thereabouts. Um, the last academic appointment he had was at Old Dominion University, where he taught for I think twenty years. Um, and retired not that long ago. And so he's continued to reside in Virginia Beach. How did you connect? I went looking for something interesting, (laughs) and I found this piece, and I was very excited about it. Great. The concert is where on the north side? It's at Allegheny Unitarian Church, 416 West North Avenue. So that's uh, the corner of North Avenue and Osaka Place. Easily found with GPS? Oh, very easily found with, with GPS, yes. And in Pittsburgh, we're always paralyzed by where to park. Uh, well, that's You'll a Pittsburgh a challenge. Place. That's a Pittsburgh <laughs> challenge, but it's a, it's a Sunday afternoon. Okay, we've got Kosovo next. How did you involve the music of Kosovo in this oh, concert? Okay, so uh, also in my experience with the Duquesne University Tambritsons, we played uh, Serbian music. And uh, Kosovo, which is now an independent nation with a majority Albanian ethnic population, uh, had for hundreds of years uh, Serbian rule and lots of Serbian people living there. And there are still many Serbian people living there. And the Serbian music from Kosovo has a special flavor that's uh, different from Serbian music from further north. It's, uh, to my ear, especially beautiful. And uh, I was really wanted to share that music with um, uh, people in a, in, a, uh, in a concert setting. And so I made arrangement of a couple of songs uh, for String Quintet.
Kosovo, from Kosovo, the sounds arranged by Warren Davidson, played by the Academy String Quartet. So uh, one of the interesting things about um, Serbian music uh, from Kosovo is that it's often in a, a metrical structure, a rhythmic structure that's a little different from the sort of things that we're accustomed to in Western European music. So the song that we were just listening to, Oi Golube Golube, and that's a, a love song, and the Golube being like a dove or a pigeon as a, a term of endearment. Um, it, it, if you try to count along, like one, two, three, four, you don't get very far because the what we would think of as musical measures are different sizes. And then in the second tune in this uh, arrangement, it's in a, a pattern of seven, of three plus two plus two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, which in that part of the world is perfectly normal. Um, but for people who are accustomed to our, you know, Western European and American style of music, it sounds a, a little exotic, I guess. Did the Chambertsons dance those also? Oh, yes, absolutely. Did you? Yes, I did actually. Although I, I didn't, I didn't do a lot of dancing, uh, but I did do some in the in the in the performances. And we're talking about your concert on the north side of the date again. Is Sunday, March twelfth, four o'clock p.m. And we have a little tango here. Right. So in recent years, I've gotten really enthusiastic about tango music. And I've been doing uh, performances um, with the pianist Tom Roberts, uh, with Adelis Jimena, this wonderful Argentinian mezzo-soprano. We've done with uh, another uh, Argentinian mezzo, Raquel Wenecke-Young. Um, I've played with Alejandro Pinzon, the bandoneon player. Uh, I've had just a terrific time with this, with tango music. Really, really interested in tango music from what's called the Golden Age, so roughly 1930 to 1950. So I've taken some of those tunes and made arrangement for string quintet. And the one that we're going to listen to is of the style called milonga, and it's called mano brava.
Tango from the Warren Davidson Academy String Quartet. Warren is here. You're playing the viola with the tango players there. Right. And so that's the, the quartet plus uh, Gino Ferracci on bass. Um, the other members of the quartet, Jory Butler-Geyer and Leah Gewelber violins and Robin Hassenflug-Cello. And the composer of the music we just heard? Um, that milonga was written by Manuel Buzon. And in the in their three tango tunes uh, in this piece, uh, w there are three different kinds of tango dances. Uh, one of which is called tango. So we have one of those. One is called valse, which sounds like waltz because that's exactly what it is. But tango waltzes tend to be very fast. And then there's this style that we just listened to called milonga. And are you tangoing these days? I am not tangoing. I'm just uh, After doing all the those music. years with the tamboritzans <laughs> doing the uh, Serbian <laughs> Croatian music. It's, a, it's, it's sort of a bucket list thing. Yeah, I should learn to dance tango. I love the music so much. It's so great. And tell, tell me about the way you are moving this group around between two and three venues. Right. So the overall structure, uh, the organization we're calling Academy Concerts bringing music to neighborhoods. So we have concerts in Mount Lebanon at Sunny Hill on Washington Road. And we have concerts at Allegheny Church on the north side. And we have concerts at Central Presbyterian in Tarentum. And we also uh, presented a concert at St. Anthony Chapel on Troy Hill. And we have another one of those coming up in May. And uh, we intend to expand to some other locations as well. The idea of making good and interesting music uh, easily accessible to people. Tell me a little bit more about the members of your ensemble, what they do when they're not working with you. Ah, well, Robin Hassenflug is the principal cellist of Butler Symphony and the Youngstown Symphony. And she teaches private lessons on the cello and does freelance work. Leah Gavelber does a lot of uh, violin teaching. Um, she plays uh, here and there and everywhere, subbing with Pittsburgh Symphony from time to time. Uh, Jory Butler-Geyer is new to Pittsburgh. Um, she's a graduate of Rice University and one of the Chicago schools, I don't know. Uh, but she's playing uh, principal second violin in Westmoreland Symphony. She's playing in Canton Symphony. She's playing in Erie. She's playing uh, all over the place. And uh, Gino Ferracci um, taught for quite a while um, at Swickley Academy. He's had a bit of a career change. He's, he's now writing computer code. Um, but still playing quite a bit, and uh, he's a f really fine bass player and a really fun guy, so we're always happy to work with him. It sounds like everybody really enjoys each other's company. Yes, yeah, that's that's a, a, a big part of it. What makes it all a lot of fun is that they're, they're all delightful people as well as excellent musicians. And you're free as a bird now, freed of your responsibility at Slippery Rock University. Y yes, I retired uh, from teaching at Slippery Rock University, where I was for 21 years. Um, I resigned my conducting position. I had done about 12 seasons with Pittsburgh Civic Orchestra. And I mentioned Alejandro Pinzon, the bandoneon player. He's not only a bandoneon player, he's also a conductor. And he is now the new conductor of Pittsburgh Civic Orchestra. And so I've returned to a life of just playing music, which I really, really love. Where did it start for you? I forget now. I know, but I've forgotten. I'm not sure I understand the question. Where did you begin your love of music, and where did you study it? 
I grew up in a musical family. My father was a sort of semi-professional um, performer of American folk music. And he played guitar and banjo and, and dulcimer. And uh, so I grew up with that. And my older sister was a very serious piano student, an excellent um, and my sister's model uh, kept me away from serious music. And the reason is that she practiced three to five hours a day, and I thought that I could never work that hard at anything. But I played um, not only violin, but lots of other instruments, clarinet and saxophones in the jazz band, and I taught myself to play bluegrass banjo and mandolin and Irish tin whistle. And uh, when I went to school, it was not as a music student, but as a philosophy student at Duquesne University, but as a member of the Duquesne University Tamboritsons. So I was performing all the time, playing violin and lots of other instruments for them. Um, and I was halfway through my undergraduate education, and I thought, gee, if I took some violin lessons again, I could probably play a lot better than I do now. And uh, I started with no intention of being particularly serious about it, but just wanting to improve. And I got the right teacher for me at the right time, and that was Alan Grishman at Duquesne University. And within a year, all I wanted to do was practice violin. Um, and fortunately, I've been able to make a living uh, with the violin ever since. I remember Alan well. He was a great guy. He floated off to Texas, didn't he? Where is he now? Um, well, Alan died in uh, August of 2020. Oh, my. He had been living in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, for quite a few years. Um, had reestablished his uh, life there and had a wonderful extended family um, in, in San Miguel de Allende in, in Mexico. And um, I was... Fortunate enough to visit with him there many times. So your in, your interest in music very wide. Yes, um, all all kinds of uh, all kinds of music. Um, I really don't play any of those other instruments anymore. <laughs> it's really violin and, and viola, maybe an occasional call for 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 mandolin, but lots of different kinds of music. It's been a terrific asset for me in playing classical music to have both a wide and a deep background in folk musics of various kinds and in jazz, which I spent a lot of time with as a teenager, that it changes the way that I understand rhythm above all and the frequent use of folk materials in so much of classical music. Anything else you'd like folks to know about this event? Well, it's going to be a lot of fun. In the beginning, we talked about these powerful emotional pieces, and they, they are quite exceptionally moving. These arrangements of folk music from Croatia, from Kosovo, and the tango music are really entertaining, and it will be overall a very happy experience uh, coming to this concert. If I want information, where do I go? I can just show up at the concert, which is at the Northside Church. Right. You can show up at 416 West North Avenue, 
uh, for the four o'clock concert. You can go online to brownpapertickets.com and search for Academy Concerts, and you'll find that concert. Um, the, the concert has a title, which is Deep Roots, uh, because all of this music is deeply rooted in the cultures that, they, that the, uh, the musics came from. Um, so you can find it that way. You can look on the WQED cultural calendar and find information there in addition to a link to buy advanced tickets. I love it. All the best to you. Plans for the summer? You're going to do some music making this summer? I don't have any plans for the summer yet. Um, Could happen. Yeah, I, I expect actually, uh, I, I expect I'll be writing more tango arrangements. We look forward to it. <laughs> Warren Davidson, thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure, Jim, to be here. Thank you for all of your support. This Voice of the Arts podcast is made possible thanks to the Carnegie Museum of Art.